0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Hasek, and welcome to the Fired Up Network. Welcome to Ballin' with Captain Canada, Drew Ebanks of OnPointBasketball.com. He is in Indianapolis, Indiana. Thanks for <laughs> and my, my uh, pass, But uh, the unofficial first half of the NBA season, all right, the unofficial first half, should be a good time in Indiana. One of our members, former Raptor, Junkyard Dog... Is in Indiana, and we're going to have exclusive coverage throughout the weekend here. Let's before we start about the All Star game and everything like that. Let's talk about the season to date. Mm -hmm. The Lakers winning the first NBA Cup, and then crapping the bed the the whole season. Then after, all right, Lakers right now are believe it or not ninth at uh, thirty and twenty six. All right, ninth thirty and twenty six. But let's start off. Ho hum. Boston's first in the East and first all in the NBA with a record of forty-three and twelve, seventeen on the seventeen and nine on the road, twenty-six and three at home. Now, Drew, let me ask you a question: Would you say Boston's making it to the NBA finals right now? The unofficial end of first half.
1: Yes, I would have to say yes. I'd pick
0: Boston and go to the finals. So you say yes. Now, if they don't for another year, not going to the finals, a lot of changes in Boston?
1: Has to be. I mean, but you're kind of still locked into Tatum. You're still locked into Brown. So as far as changes, it's just still going to be peripheral pieces around those two. I don't think they're going anywhere, but it definitely would be a failure if they don't make it to the NBA finals, Joe. All
0: right. Second in the East right now, believe it or not, Cleveland 36 mm-hmm. and 17 oh, fire and Milwaukee is a uh, 35 and 20. So let's talk about Cleveland and Milwaukee.
1: Well, Cleveland, I don't know what's happened and what's got into them, but I think it's more getting their players back, getting their roster back. They're nine and one in their last 10. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, they're doing well at home 19 and nine, and they're doing well away at 17 and eight on the season. Uh, they sit at eight and four in the division. And of course, you got to talk about Mitchell, and he's just been – Donovan, he's just been all-world this year, obviously an an all-star, and all-NBA-type player. Uh, He's basically bringing this team on his shoulders, Joe, and they've come out of nowhere to uh, pick up second place uh, in the East standing. So you love to see what they've done. We thought they were a couple years away when they picked up, uh, you know, their bigs in, in the draft and in trades. Uh, And now they've got some great parts. Even a guy like Darius Garland, you look at him and he could probably go to another team and be a superstar, uh, you know, but he's, it's great to see him staying there, playing his role and they have some great chemistry right now. They're going to be a tough out, especially if they remain towards the top of the East Joe, who's going to want to face the Cleveland Cavs now that they're seasoned. Now that Donovan is saying, yeah, I'm ready to take the next step.
0: They're nine and one in the last 10. Boston yeah, right. for that matter is 8-2, all right? right, uh, third best place, record,
1: I think, in the league. Yeah, best record in yeah. the last 10.
0: And uh, third place, Milwaukee. But Milwaukee, you talk about last 10, 4-6. Mm-hmm. Since they make that coaching change, let's put it that way. <sighs> well, right. you know
1: what, Joe? I'm not a huge fan of Doc Rivers. Uh, you know, I just feel he's overrated. I feel they give him a lot of credence for the one championship. But when you look at his record with the Clippers, even – Did nothing with great teams. You look at what uh, his record was with Philly. Did nothing with very good teams, if not great teams. And the anchor, Joel Embiid, could not get it done. When Milwaukee fired Griffin, I thought it was unfair. I think a lot of people thought it was unfair. Considering you give away Drew Holiday, of course your defense is going to go down. Of course your point of attack defense is going to be horrible and Damian lillard as you know as much as everybody loves uh you know dame time he does not play one lick of DJ. so yeah it but has it hasn't clicked
0: between him and the greek also sorry i didn't hear that it hasn't clicked between him and the greek freak also there they haven't been you know we're talking about 50 games into the year they haven't been on the same page all season
1: well, I mean Damian Lillard is not like a typical pass first point guard. So he's not a guy who, you know, you're you're not really going to do a lot of pick and roll with him trying to find Giannis. You might do pick and roll with him trying to get the 3, but I don't think their positions complement each other and the way they are as players. You know, Giannis isn't like a like a, you know, joker. He's not like that kind of passing center point forward so yeah there it it, it also you got to look at it two superstar players coming together it may take another season which I know the Milwaukee Bucks fans don't want to hear Giannis doesn't want to hear but it might take another season Joe before they meld together
0: now at four five and six is really really interesting for the Knicks five the 76ers who just uh, signed Carl Lowry and six where where the All-Star Game is being held now in Indianapolis with Pascal Siakam. So four and five, this is right now, it's going to be New York having the edge by half a game (laughs) for the 76ers. Now Joel Embiid is injured and they signed Kyle Lowry and all that. And if New York plays Philadelphia, one of these, let's face it, big teams are out in the first round. That is huge. And especially New York, Uh, You know, like you got to give it to OG since he's been injured. New York has been really playing well. And when he was where they're, they're 12 and two when he's not, they're four and five.
1: Yeah. I mean, what a pickup OG was. It's sad to see him go down obviously so soon into his, uh, you know, new tenure there with the Knicks, but you loved what they were doing, Joe, before that happened. I think they were on a big time roll. They've kind of regressed a bit right now. Um, so they're in tight. They're in tight for that to hold on to that fourth position and maybe try to sneak up on the Bucks. That's if they get OG back, they get everybody healthy. Randall, not a hundred percent either. Then when you look at Philly, I mean they're trying everything, Joe. They're throwing mud at the wall, trying to see what sticks, harden. Couldn't get it done. Now they've got Lowry, the veteran, who's really, uh, at this stage in his career, Joe, is kind of a guy that's going to be a leadership guy. He's the captain. That, yeah, captain. Come off the bench. Be that influence. World champion. He's got that pedigree. But Philly's kind of reeling right now. Three and seven in their last ten. And another team that I don't think a lot of people want to face, as you mentioned, the Pacers. Kind of, you know, above 500. Six games above 500. They could go on a little bit of a run, but when you look at it right now, if 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 the Bucs have to go against the Pacers, you know what the Pacers have done this year to the Bucs. I'm not I'm sure they're not looking forward to a possible playoff matchup with the Indiana Pacers.
0: All right. So in the East, you know, you have Boston number one, but in the West, not even you. You could have predicted at an official (laughs) halfway point. The Minnesota Timberwolves, this West is bunched up at the top. The Timberwolves, one game back. The Thunder, one a a half a game back from the Thunder, the Clippers, and then the defending, reigning defending NBA champions, Denver Nuggets, sitting fourth, two and a half back. And for that matter, Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns in fifth at five and a half back. But right now, if you look at it, imagine a first-round series, Denver and Phoenix.
1: That's fireworks, Joe. Fireworks right there. I mean... When you look at Denver, you just wonder, you know, they kind of seem like they're going to put it together. You know, they're going to go on a big run, get a bunch of wins, and then they kind of regress, 5-5 and uh, in their their last 10 and also on a three-game losing streak. Who would have predicted that? Uh, They're in the middle of the pack right now. Uh, When you look at Phoenix, you know, is this KD experiment going to work? Obviously, Beal has to be healthy, uh, you know, uh, D uh, 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 their their other man Big D has to be good. He has to be healthy. Uh, Devin Booker Nick has Booker. to be there. And you know that that team they're aging now. Some of their stars they have to be healthy to make an impact. I like what the Lip, the Clippers are doing. I like the depth the depth. I think they're the deepest team in the NBA. Are they going to be able to finally? put some to get together for the Clippers and their Clippers fans and make it to the Western final and maybe possibly vanquish Denver or OKC or Mini to get to the NBA finals. Who will know? Obviously you got your OKC, Shea Gilgis Alexander uh, Toronto native as being an MVP contender. And now with um, Embiid down, he is looking at the, the being the guy who's the forerunner in that race Uh, And they're doing a lot of good things over there, Um, you know, picking up some uh, some free agents as well, uh, picking up some people in trades. And they're looking to improve. And as you mentioned, with Minnesota, my goodness, um, you know, I think it's been defense. I think Rudy Gobert has has been a very big factor defensively. They have a shot blocker. They have a shot changer now. And then the Ant-Man and he's just hes just amazing. What can you say about him? Carl Towns can do it all inside and outside. It's great to see Joe. Finally, it seems like Minnesota has the pieces uh, to make some playoff runs and be a contender uh, to get out of the West going forward. I think if Ant-Man realizes how good he could be, this is the kind of guy that's, I'm not saying Jordan-like, but he's a player that has all the intangibles that could uh, force a team to ride his shoulders and get to the promised land. So it's we'll see
0: young teams, but
1: they got talent and they play with poise.
0: It's funny that you mentioned that because for me, Minnesota on top of the league, it's primed that the eighth seed beats the number one seed again uh, <laughs> in, in the West there. And, you know, funny, like, like you're looking at the, you know, home and road records, but Houston, Right now, uh, where they sit, 12th in the Western Conference, 19 and 9 at home. Wow. 5 and 21 on the road. 19 and 9. The other, you know, Utah, 17 and 9 at home, 9 and 20 on the road. You know, and look, the Lakers, even 19 and 9 at home, 11 and 17 on the road. So there's a big, even the the teams that are 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 home record, you don't want to play them at home. On the no. road record, you want to play them in the, on the road. So, like, it's incredible from top to bottom that, you know, let's face it, what a story Minnesota would be if they go to the West Final or the NBA Final. What a story the Thunder would be. I Like you mentioned, the Clippers, Denver already last year were there. But, again, Phoenix, if they're there. And let's face it, you know, New Orleans sits six. But five and a half games back, they're the same record as the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, if he, you know, Zion and everybody put it together, there could be a team in the West come out of nowhere.
1: Well, yeah, there's only a five and a half game difference between Minnesota and the sixth place Pelicans and Suns. So, you know, any team here that goes on a big run, you know, five to ten games in a row, can put themselves in like a top three top two position uh even maybe even capture first um in the west it's such a uh so much parity there uh in that you know from first to tenth it's only 11 games in the in the east it's 19 games difference so that shows you how much parity there is uh, in the western conference it's going to go down to the wire joe and these games in this last stretch of the season, after the All Star break, are going to determine a lot of what happens in the NBA playoffs in 2024.
0: All right, uh, we're we're going to conclude this one. Drew will be back here for a special All Star segment. We got to talk about All Star Saturday, All Star Sunday. We gotta got to talk about on, when. Drew, yeah, Scotty Barnes. We got to talk about when Drew tried to do the slam dunk and then he tore his Achilles. But, Drew, <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, Canada basketball and uh, let's talk about, you know, big win. Well, they lost, the ladies lost, but Spain, Spain, you know, Spain. Yeah. Viva España, all right? <laughs> because Spain, they, they won. And what a remarkable comeback for Spain. Against you know, Hungary. And they yep. made themselves win and Canada get into the Olympics for the first time. And I think 20, 25, years, I think
1: for both teams. Yes. Yeah. First time men's and women's uh, first time since 2000. That was a time where Canada finished in, what was it seventh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they had a chance to go to the semis with a win over France and lost there. Uh, and obviously we know the big story with the men last summer and what they did to qualify um, in the, in the world cup coming third there with a chance to you know finish second or even win it all uh so yeah it's a great moment for canadian basketball to finally have both teams men's and women's remember the field is only up 12 in the olympics so to think yeah. canada small country a hockey country a cold country got two of our teams in the olympics uh congratulations to the women they went the hard way they you know i think they went one and two in the qualifying but they were lucky they got in after that big comeback by Spain. So always great to see, um, you know, our Canadian teams doing well. There's a lot of competitions coming up, including Joe, the America Cup qualifying going on. And next Friday, I'm uh, hoping to be down there in, in uh, um, at the uh, Meridian Center to watch that game of uh, Canada taking uh, uh, it, you know, to the next level with not their NBA guys in that game, Um, but some of their high-level pros that are playing overseas. So Canada back in action. That's next Friday uh, in FIBA America action. So looking forward to seeing them do their thing. And uh, hopefully, as we said, um, you know, On Point will be on location.
0: (laughs) And, uh, Drew, we forgot, again, you'll be back here uh, to preview uh, the All-Star Saturday and Sunday, but we forgot to mention the Raptors. Team Canada number two because they got Kelly Olinick now with that their trade deadline right. there. They got Kelly Olenek, they got Boucher, you know, that Team Canada is certainly uh coming up for uh for the Raptors there. Uh were you surprised and do you think Kelly O'Linick can still give is there still, you know, engine is still going on there or is it just like, oh, he's Canadian, we're gonna do him a favor and that's it.
1: Um, well, first off, I want to say also I forgot to mention who Canada was playing next week, and that's Nicaragua in that game. So good luck. That's to an them. easy
0: victory, man. Yeah, that's, that's gonna victory. be
1: that's gonna be a victory there. But no, I mean yeah. having Kelly here, there's a lot of talk about Kelly's joy in coming back to Toronto. He's from here originally, moved yeah. out west uh, in his younger days. Uh, but he's a Torontonian, and he was happy. Smiles from ear to ear about being back. It's hard to say what they're going to do. I mean, he's eligible to be signed and extended this mm-hmm. summer. Um, they may work, you know, they're going to let it play out and see how he's going to do uh, towards the end, over the end, last 30 games of the season. And then they'll make their choice. He's a great. One thing about Kelly, Joe, is we talk about Canada basketball. I mean, he's one of the most effective big man in FIBA basketball. Unfortunately, for some reason, it doesn't always transfer to the NBA. Uh, obviously, a little bit quicker game, obviously more one-on-one. But if you need a guy on your team that can get you a 10, 15 points, uh, you know, on a given night and also stretch the defense, hit threes, uh, you know, and play solid defense and rebound, I think Kelly's a guy that could help a lot of teams. And let's see what happens with the Raptors, you know. Uh, They got Pirtle. They got him. They got Chris Boucher. Those are some long bodies. Um, You know, maybe the Raptors can make a little bit of a run, but they got to get consistent. They can't play down to the competition. They can't lose against poor, you know, worse teams when when, uh, they'll go into bigger teams and try to get, you know, and give them runs, if not beat those teams. So they have to be more consistent. It's hard to say, you know, even with uh, the Scotty Barnes incident, you know, a few games ago, where he left um you know early it's hard to say if that's going to have any kind of lasting effect joe on the team chemistry on the fact that this is Scotty's team the the red carpet is laid out but incidents like that where you're leaving the game before the clock runs out is not a good look for someone that's supposed to be your leader and that the Raptors are going to look towards and being an all-star as well, representing the Toronto Raptors. So he's going to have to be better, and the team's going to have to be better overall.
0: I I just want to say uh, what, i got exclusive news on that, so I'm going to tell you right now. But, Drew, uh, before I say it, tell everybody as uh, uh, they want to know how to get a hold of you social media-wise, and then I'll break the news. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, as usual, onpointbasketball.com is our website, um, and also uh, onpointbasketball on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Drew e. Banks on Twitter as well, On Point Basketball on TikTok also. So, yeah, just make sure you check us out. We're going to have some new writers coming on board, hopefully, as well. We want to uh, up our content and also look for the On Point newsletter that's going to be dropping, uh, hopefully, uh, within the next week, week and a half. We want to drop that and get that moving. So, uh, yeah, always support. We thank you guys for your support, OnPointBasketball.com.
0: All right. And uh, the thing about uh, Scotty Barnes, I called him. I ordered Subway. He always wanted to <laughs> He wants to be fresh. I said it has to be fresh, and he had to freshen up. All right. That's it. Drew will be back here to talk about the NBA All Stars this weekend. Thanks a lot, Drew.
1: Thanks a lot, Joe.